So how do you attract new business so you constantly don't have to chase it? Hi, I'm Mike Cuevas, the Real Estate Marketing Dude, and this podcast is all about building a strong personal brand people have come to know, like, trust, and most importantly, refer. But remember, it is not their job to remember what you do for a living, it's your job to remind them. Let's get started. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. Guess what we're talking about today? Marketing and marketing and marketing. Um, but we're going to be talking about a specific kind of marketing. We call it media and why you need to be creating it. So probably about a week or two ago, uh, I was on somebody's podcast and now he's on ours. And uh, this guy's an attorney. He's a, he's, a, he's a boring attorney, okay? Talking about the most stuffy profession in the damn world. Like anyone in the attorney space, it's like you get the attorneys, you get the doctors, but anyone that wears a suit pretty much all the time, or you would think wears a suit all the time, that's a very stuffy, stuffy business. Well, Mr. Gary here has taken the concept of creating media around his brand. He's a real estate attorney in one specific state, but he understands marketing. He understands content creation. He understands communication and staying in front of people, remaining on top of mind. And the only way you remain on top of mind is if you create content. Otherwise, how the hell do you do it? Everything you do today, guys, is content. The post you make when you're taking a, of the ugly carpeting in the fucking basement is content. The picture of you and your clients at the closing is content. That big ass kitchen with big ass views, that is content. Anything you publish is content and you have to be creating it going forward. There is no other way. Lead generation's fucking dead and you're going to burn out. Door knocking, dead. Cold calling, dead. I'm telling you guys, it's coming. We've been talking about this attraction thing, but I wanted to bring on the most stuffy business and show you how it even works in his damn business. And he's not even doing it on video. He's doing it in the form of a podcast. This podcast you're listening to is a form of media. I publish it every Saturday. And as a result, some of you guys are going to call me next week and schedule a demo and buy my shit. And it's because I'm constantly adding value. And want, you're going to convert sooner or later. I don't give a fuck when you think, but I'm going to convert you. <laughs> Anyhow, let's introduce our guest. Uh, Gary Pickard, the show. Gary, why don't you come in and tell everyone a little bit hello and who you are. <laughs> What's up, man? First of all, I don't like attorneys, so I try to do everything I can to not be like an attorney. <laughs> my- that's why I liked you. I don't like attorneys either. I hate attorneys. I but then, I'm like, this guy's cool. What the hell's wrong with you? You married an attorney. You made a bad decision already. But yeah, well, I try not to be anything like an attorney. But Mike, man, I really love being on your show. You are the real estate marketing dude. You're a guru in this. And it is an incredible honor to be with you and, and, and have you on my podcast. Really appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, he has a podcast. Go ahead and tell everyone what that is because they might... Uh, um, our podcast called Dish and Dirt, and it started really in South Carolina. It's just kind of a podcast talking about things that real estate agents need to know in terms of agency, appraisal gaps, multiple offers. A lot of it applied to real estate agents all around the country. But recently, and particularly in the last five or six months, I've, I've been very fortunate to meet people like yourself and some other great coaches and other agents that have said, hey, I want to come on your show and talk about some of the crap we do. And it's kind of taken two sides now. We do a little bit of the legal stuff and things that agents deal with, but we also hit a lot of the marketing things, how to stay top of mind, how to get a referral-based business, how, how to do uh, you know, servant leadership, things like that. So we've had a really good run of it here, and it's, it's kind of taken off. It's been really surprising. 
So let's back into how you started this thing. Okay. So we're going to start at the beginning with this, you guys. Um, Gary's a real estate attorney. He makes money off of real estate closings, That's but right. Gary's licensed in South Carolina, right? That's right? So you only close properties in South Carolina. Is that cool? Pretty much. So yeah, we have, we used to have an attorney in North Carolina. We got one in Florida, but mainly it's just South Carolina. So how long ago until you realized you're like, I got to start creating content. And Gary today has a podcast and his main form of content, correct, correct me if I'm wrong, but your main form of content is creating a podcast consistently every week. And all right. it does, it has people like myself on it and other people and you interview and you give a marketing advice, right? Yeah, we have the podcast and also have something I called Legal Tips, which is a video blog that we did that we send out through Bomb Bomb. And I've created about a 4,500 person subscriber list. And with that subscriber list, they're all pretty much real estate agents and the vast majority are in my market. We have uh, offices in Greenville, South Carolina, Columbia, South Carolina, and Lexington, South Carolina. So the vast majority of that comes from my market. And I've been able to hit that group in less than two years with 1 million opens of those videos. So the videos are usually a short topic, one to three minutes. And then my podcast usually runs 30 minutes. But the podcast kind of came out of the idea from the videos because in a video format, when you're sending emails out, whether it is somebody who has signed up for your blog or somebody you're just trying to, to attract through social media, most people are going to give you a minute, two, maybe three if you're lucky, but anything goes over about two or three minutes, they're not going to listen to it. So when you start trying to talk about appraisal gaps and uh, how not to have your client stolen from you and things of that nature, you can't hit that crap in, in two minutes. I mean, there's just no way. So I decided, hey, why not try a podcast? It was going to be a one, one a month. That's all I was going to do. And that first one went really well for us. And the next thing I know, I'm doing one a week and it's developed into having people like you and Krista and, and Jen and Jazz and some other people on the show that it's just really helped push it forward for us. And now we're when getting did, people listening all over the country, which is really cool. And when did you um, realize, like, how did you, and most of your business comes from real estate agent referrals. Is that correct? That's right. So most of his business comes to real estate agent referrals. He realized that he had to do something to attract more and more referrals. And then when did the light switch go out? Like you're like, you're like, oh, I'm an attorney. Should I start a podcast? Should I do a video series? How did you know that that was a direction to take it? That's a really good question. I've been doing this for 26 years. I started in 1995 before internet was a thing, right? And I was the attorney in 1995 or 96 who told the guys in our office, let's don't get internet because the staff will do nothing but play on it. It's no good for, it's, it's only good for searching for porn, right? Sure. That's what people basically used it for back in the 90s. And so, you know, I was kind of always anti-social media. And then I've just, over the last maybe seven or eight years, when, when our firm, a bunch of us lawyers in another firm broke off and started this firm, and I said, you know, we have to be different than everybody else. Everybody's doing the same crap over and over. It doesn't matter if you're a lender, you're an agent, or you're an attorney. We all do the same crap over and over. And when you start, like, well, what differentiates you from everybody? You go, well, I give great service. Nobody gives a crap. Everybody gives great service. It's kind of the expected. So you better come up with something that's different than everybody else is doing. Yes. And so at that point, I was doing, I represented a, a real estate agency called Russell Jeffcoat. And I was sending them out. They were a big independent that's been consumed by a big major. But we were sending out basically a legal tip to the people that we worked with there. We just type up a little email going, hey, guys, don't do this. As we're seeing this being a problem. And from that, I decided, hey, this could go farther. Because I was getting so many positive remarks about it going, hey, I love your tip you did on this. I love your tip on home warranties. So we made it into a WordPress. And so we started putting it on our website as a WordPress. Well, that sucked because... You know, I'm from the South and we type, got to type all this stuff up and we talk <laughs> different. We, we, you know, I, I come up with my own version of English sometimes and the words aren't really, really that. 
correct. But, you know, I was having to type this up, give it to an associate to proofread it, send it back to me, make sure everything's legally the way it's supposed to be. And so you're, you're doing a little two paragraph post that's taking you hours. And I'm like, there's got to be a better way of this crap. This, shit, this just doesn't work. And so I went to rehumanize at Bomb Bomb and ran into Alicia there. And I started thinking, how could I take what I was already doing, which was being successful and make it different than everybody else? And I was like, huh, video, nobody's doing this crap in South Carolina. Why don't I do video? So I started doing the video as legal tips. And I started finding out instead of spending 30 minutes or an hour typing it up, making sure the grammar is correct and I'm not using the wrong words that I could crank out content in three to five minutes because, you know, they want it to be authentic. They don't want it to sound rehearsed. And once I cranked out that content, it exploded. I mean, it literally exploded all over the place. And once that exploded, I started noticing every time I, I literally can be sitting at home on a Sunday watching a football game and notice the number of opens and then hit refresh an hour later. And it goes up two or 3000 on a Sunday afternoon in the middle of, of December. It's just amazing how, I'm able to stay consistently in front of my client base, even when I'm not working. And so at that point, I said, all right, I'm on to something here. This is working. Let's now look at where we can take it to the next level. And so we started the podcast. But, but ultimately, Mike, what really pushed me to do this and to keep really going further and further and further in this is that everything we've ever done in this firm has been copied by every one of our competitors. Yeah. And so either it's a, I can- It's a badge of honor. Right. It's a, badge a bunch of, of the gurus are copying my shit. <laughs> there's no doubt about it. I copy your shit, you know, <laughs> I'll be honest with you. I actually posted a, a podcast. I did a legal tip today on, and a business coach emailed me and goes, hell, I love this. I'm going to use this. I'm going to record it myself. And she's like, I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that to you. I'm like, I don't care. Still, yeah. I don't it's care. the best form of flattery, dude. There's right, the, right. the wheel. You don't need to reinvent the wheel, folks. You just need to make it yours. Exactly. So at that point, I'm like, you know, everybody's stealing everything we're doing. So we've got to keep recreating and coming up with new stuff, better stuff more interesting stuff. And that's just kind of what we've done over the last six, seven years or eight years, really. So um, I like it. I like it all. Um, I just want to relay it back to uh, unpack what we have there for real estate agents. So um, a lot of people get stuck when they're like, okay, what kind of content am I going to create? And how can I do it long-term? You can never create content with first identifying whom your audience is. Okay. And this is true for any business. Um, Gary's business is real estate agents' audience. My business is real estate agents, lenders, investors. Um, we do videos for them. Um, but a realtor's business is 95, 99% of the time is their Facebook friend list, um, the relationships that they have in life. So um, you have to look at those relationships and be like, okay, how do I nurture these relationships? That's really what we're talking about. How do I farm these relationships? And you have two ways to do it. One, you can just start talking about real estate all the time. And I'm going to tell you first why that's probably not going to work as well as the latter. Um, one is that if you are always, if Gary, Gary, you're married, right? Yep. Okay. If you, when you get off of work, do you, what's your wife's name? Emily. Emily. So when you get off of work, do you tell Emily and just come home and just keep talking about work? Nah, she don't want to hear about it. Yeah. What would Emily do if like, every time you communicated, it was just about work? She would just nod and look at me. <laughs> yeah. She'd, she'd eventually be like, this guy's boring as shit. I'm going to divorce him and go find a 25 year old. <laughs> but no seriously so but and but i can talk about work with my content because people subscribe for marketing stuff right? right um gary can talk about work with his real estate agent list because they're subscribing to get value from gary but people don't subscribe to their real estate agent to constantly hear about real estate 
So that means you, it's hard just to always talk about work with your friends, family. It's also hard to talk about work with your audience unless you first identify it. Because real estate is such a relationship type business, I just think you need to remind people. I, I don't think, I know. You just wow. need to remind people that you're in real estate and create content consistently that's more entertaining. doesn't have to always be educational, you guys. Yeah, we do a lot of content here too. Like during COVID, uh, every single thing you heard on the news was doom and gloom, terrible numbers. Everything was going to shut down. The economy was going to crash. Real estate was going to be the worst it's ever been in the history of the world. But it's quite the opposite. Real estate actually wound up being the greatest that it had ever been in my 26 yeah. years. And so I started a legal tip called Gary's Good News Only. And every Friday, I would send out a two or three minute video on good economic stuff, good real estate stuff and good COVID news. So like if we saw COVID numbers going down or we saw real estate and I was just getting the stuff from Inman News or Fox News or CBS or NBC. I just go on their websites and there was always a piece of good news somewhere that somebody wanted to hear about. And I was getting emails from people when I stopped doing it going, please start doing it again. My, I send this to my parents and, and did Arizona any of that. And here's the thing, then you what you sent those out via bomb bomb, right? Mm -hmm. So when he sends these out via bomb bomb, it do you not have your branding all over the all oh, over absolutely. the actual email that says you're an attorney? Yeah. Therefore, you don't that. have to during it, you guys like what people see is very impactful. And the reason why video and vi being visual with your communication is so effective is because that's where your branding plays. Like no matter what, if you're going to be doing a video, you better have your damn sign or something that tells me you're in real estate there. Otherwise, don't do the damn video. You're missing the point. Right. Um, but it's a giant game of remind, don't, remind, don't tell, remind, don't tell. Can I, um, all right. So we get this podcast going. Um, and then you, and I would honestly, if you would have told me as an attorney in South Carolina and we never met and say you didn't do a podcast. And if you would have told me that if I do a podcast, is that a good idea? I'd say, no, it's not a good idea. I'd say I would probably a video series on a local market. It's a very good idea because it puts your face with the name, but the fact that you did it, through an audio only version of a podcast in a local market, but made a national presence is absolutely amazing. Yeah. And, and you know, it was, it's been a long time coming. I've been doing this for 26 years. And during that time, I've represented real estate agents at the real estate commission when they've had grievances filed against them. I've represented them at the realtors association. I, I wrote the, the uh, contract, helped write the contract for our realtors association. I helped write the seller disclosure form for the state. Uh, and then I got put on the real estate commission. So over my course of 26 years, my brand has been coming. The Gary is the go-to guy. He's the one who knows about the seller disclosure. He's the one who knows about the contract. He knows about this. And so because my brand in a lot of ways has become that, it was just a perfect fit for me that I was able to start doing the legal tips and explain the legal stuff. And, you know, I don't, there's not really a real estate agency in Columbia that I haven't represented at some form, whether it's a Keller Williams or a Keller or Colwell banker or an art or real estate or whoever. And because of that, I've been able to get this big following. And that's, that has been a big help. I have to admit that. Um, but yeah, that, that's been part of my branding is to be that go-to guy. I do agree a thousand percent with you. My ability to target with agents with going straight education or majority education works to a point where I, I don't believe it would with an agent because if you're if I'm just a home buyer and you're constantly hitting me over the head with what's a deed what's uh you know what does it mean for sale by owner and all this I, I get bored I'm moving on yeah so I, I, but so we've started to because of listening to your podcast and some others started trying to bring a little bit of more of that fun in and some of the other um, aspects into our podcast that would be a good idea maybe if you guys did like a um, um the craziest legal stories of the month yeah the summary episode of that um like even crazy, there was a agent here. She was going to start a podcast and we ended up calling it. I don't know if she launched it yet or not, but we ended up calling it humor house. 
Mm-hmm. And it was all about the funniest, crazy stories that agents have in real estate. And what she was doing it for is that she wanted to create a podcast to create a referral-based business from other agents. So um, humor, she would just interview agents that would like tell their stories about like the dead body they found in the house or right. the safe that had like a pound of heroin in it or, you know, <laughs> like whatever it may be, the crazy shit we see, right? So um, I think that could have been a good idea um, for her, but you have to first come up with a theme, you guys, like you're going to create content. My theme is creative marketing outside the box, video content creation, personal branding, right? Your theme is uh, legal pitfalls of real estate. Stay out of trouble, essentially, right? Right. So it's no differently. Each of you guys has a theme to create content with. There's a reason why people hire you because before you get hired, you have to be remembered. And the reason they remember you is your theme. Right. And it's worked very well for us. And, you know, like I said, we try to venture out with the Gary's Good News Only. Also did a series one time, which I'm almost embarrassed to talk about, but it was called uh, Three Dudes Watch The Bachelor. And it was, <laughs> I love that. I mean, it was a, a real estate lender and it was another real estate commissioner and we would watch The Bachelor and then we would come in my office and watch Is it uh, like a re- re- it. Like react videos? Uh, well, we would actually talk about it the day after. It's like, this is what happened last night on this crappy, crappy show. And uh, you know, it was a lot of fun. We actually you got, got, it wasn't that crappy because you guys kept watching it every week. Well, that's true. <laughs> it's like I, me. I'm like, I watch every episode. I'm like, no, my friends, like, you watch the bachelor. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Are you talking about, I don't yeah. watch no bachelor bachelor. Me watch the bachelor. What are you talking about? Of course. I mean, it's like, where do you get to see 25 beautiful women hit on one guy? That doesn't yeah. happen. That's why so I never funny. watched the bachelorette. Cause you can see 25 guys hit on one girl in any bar in America. You know, that's why I watch that's, that. Yeah. It's hilarious. <laughs> um, all right. This is great, man. Um, so I want to know what's your advice to people, because here's the challenge a lot of people have. We all want to become um, internet famous like yesterday, right? We all want everyone to know who we are like three weeks ago. And when you start creating content, I mean, it's not going to happen overnight, you guys. Like you don't build your brand overnight. You build over day. And I think that's one of the reasons why people don't ever commit to doing it. Um, So why don't you tell us what that experience has been for you um, and give some people some advice that might be thinking about creating content. Maybe they're thinking about hiring us and get on video or whatever it may be. Um, talk, tell them a little bit about that. Well, I think you hit a good point there is that everybody wants to be internet famous, but the question really is, is what are you trying to do? I mean, are you trying to be internet famous, but so people will ask you to sell their crap on, on the internet, or are you trying to become internet famous because you want to make your business expand? And, and that's been a tough thing for me to understand. And I kept doing videos on YouTube or doing something on Facebook or even doing a podcast, wanting the million downloads, right? Everybody wants to say, look, I had a one go viral and a million. But if you are selling real estate in San Diego, where you are, and I get a million downloads from New York City, does that really matter? I would rather have a thousand downloads in San Diego, where my clients are, where people are that are going to hire me to sell, than worry so much about how many people around the country. When I first got into this podcast, I, I can track where they're being downloaded. And I got real excited going, hey, wow, somebody in Cleveland or somebody in uh, Denver is watching my, listening to my podcast. And it's a big ego boost. There's no doubt about it to say people around the country are listening to your stuff. But when you're really doing it to hit your market, what's really more important is your market. And so when I started really looking back at the numbers, and I'm like, okay, well, this week, 500 of the people that's in my market that are looking at me that I might be able to close a deal with, those are people who are listening to this podcast. These are the people who are looking at my legal tip video. These are the ones who are interacting with me. And so after a while, I kind of had to get over that ego thing that I want to go big and viral and all this stuff because it doesn't mean crap. It doesn't mean anything. 
And so that was the big thing that I had to come, come away with is doing that. The, the second thing I had to come away with is the authenticity of it matters so much. As y'all can tell, I'm very Southern. I say words like Virginia and not Virginia because, you know, in the South, <laughs> we just kind of make words up. Um, that's who I am. I talk very fast, which is very odd for a Southerner. Yep. But it's just who I am, and I'm not going to change it. It's the way I am, and people that work with you and are going to use you that already know you that you're trying to stay in front of mind with them. If I came in here and was very robotic and completely different in my podcast, in my video, than I was in person, it would come across rehearsed, scripted, and terrible. And so they need to know that Gary is Gary and what you get in the video and what you get on the podcast is exactly who I am. And if I say words like forgot instead of forgot, uh, that's who I am. And so that was one of the things I got over very quickly. I also had to get over with the podcast and the videos don't have to be perfect. Um, you, you hit record what? once and you record it and you do it. And when you say, um, and the phone rings in the background, that's natural life. And that seems yes. like a lot better than these that are very rehearsed and very script read. It just doesn't work. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's why I like the viral videos on TikTok are like a cat. Like here, I posted, a uh, my son, um, I posted this reel, um, and I'm not big in the IG dude. I'm not, I'm not an IG expert. I just put my content there. It's my weakest channel. However, um, I'm starting to get into it and uh, just a little late to the game, but like I posted a video of my baby climbing the stairs and he's grunting. He's like, rrr, rrr, rrr. and he turns around and he goes, hi. and it sounds like he says, hi, he goes, hi. And I'm like, grunting baby says, hi. And he said, hi, perfectly, but he didn't really mean to say, hi. it was just the way it was. Right. But I got like 3,700 views on this thing. Um, and then I look at some of my other content that'll be like real estate related or anything. And I'll get like 12 views. So the point being is that, it's not about the number of people that see your stuff. It's about the fact that you do it consistently. Right. I have a lot of content that bombs. Okay. That's great. But I take a lot of risks in life too. I had a lot of businesses I started that never took off. I almost went bankrupt, but I kept trying. And it's the same thing with videos. If, as long as you focus on the consistency of it, it almost always works. Like I have yet to see uh, anybody do video where it hasn't worked. Like I have yet to see a case study, no bullshit, you guys, at least in, in for real estate agents um, in our industry, I've yet to see someone that has done video consistently for anywhere between two to six months and not see it work. I, I shit you not. The only time it doesn't work, you guys, is when people don't like you. I say it every week on this show. There's nothing we can help you with on that. Right. But you're probably in the wrong career, to be honest with you. You're not supposed to like it. Everyone's not supposed to like you. It's okay. I like pissing people off of my videos. Some guy just made a video, a comment on one of my ads, and he's like, um, I have a video where I'm swearing, believe that. And uh, it's targeting a cold audience. And this guy's like, well, you should. One guy goes, I don't really like the, I hate, he goes, it's such a turn off the use of the F-bomb. And I go, hey, you can't win them all. Um, another guy comes in and says, oh, we well, should learn how to edit first. I'm like, hey, thanks for the advice. Right? I hug my haters. But if you're not hating, that means no one's watching it. Right. Well, you know, I failed at video first. I'll be honest with you. And the reason I failed at video first is I had no plan and no consistency. It goes back to what you said about the consistency. So when I signed up with Bomb Bomb the very first time, I got real excited. 15 videos the first month. Maybe the second month was like 10, then it was down to five. And by the fourth month, I called Shane and said, I'm done. I'm out. And he said, come to this meeting. We're doing a rehumanized conference. So I went and I came home with six pages of notes, of ideas. 
And I sat down, I said, okay, I can't implement six pages. I don't have enough time to do this crap. So what will work for me? And what worked for me was legal tips. I said, okay, let's try this legal tip and see how this works. And just like you said, you got to keep trying and some things bomb and some things don't. Well, legal tips took off. I mean, it was like, bam. And so then I went to Gary's Good News Only. Bam, that worked. And then I went with the podcast. I do a legal tip talking about the podcast. And now that goes off. So it, it, it's a lot of trial and error and not everything's going to work. But if you don't have a plan, you're going to fail. And if you're not consistent, I come out every Thursday with a, a legal uh, a podcast tip of what my podcast is going to be about. And I come out every Friday morning with that legal tip. And when I don't do one, people ask me, where, where were you last week? You didn't do the legal tip. Um, and yeah. then the other thing I'll tell you, it's also I found out when I do these videos, two things were important. Um, one was background. Too many people do videos where it's like you almost wonder if they're sitting on the toilet when they're doing it. You know, it's just all you see straight up their nose and you see the back of a wall. And so I spent a lot of time developing behind me what my personality is. And so if you could, if you were on video, I have pictures of my family, all these different baseball fields. I've got my Cleveland Browns helmet right there. Yes, I like the Cleveland Browns. I've got some uh, Johnny Cash stuff. So I like country music. So I've put, put some personality and thought into what my background is. And then what I also found out just by happenstance is I forgot to do a legal tip. I was on vacation. So I pulled the video out and did one from Utah. And that video is my most watched video that for in a long period of time. So then I started saying, okay, when I go on vacation, whether it's to Yosemite or Zion or uh, Moab or wherever, I'm going to come with a list of three videos and I'm going to do a video every, you know, every chance I get at different places. And when I get home, I'll come and post those. I don't post them while I'm gone. I don't want people to know I'm gone, but um, those are amazing. Those get are, those have more views than anything because people are like, oh, I've been to Monument Valley or I've yep. been to Zion. And they it's relatable. Right. It's relatable. It's relatable. Your, content, your content has to be relatable. It's like how ours are. Like just people that hate me. I'm sure like the guy swears to me. It's all it's usually like the, it's usually it's usually all the old people. Um, Look at the dude. Uh, <laughs> lots of people. Trust dude. me. They think I get called it all the time. Um, you're so unfresh. You're, you're, you're you make me sick, whatever. I don't care. Like, I'm never going to fucking work with you anyways, dude. Right. Um, right. You know what I mean? Like, I don't I don't care. And, but you have to I understand that I'm not meant to attract everybody. Um, but I think I attract a lot more because of how authentic it is. And it's really just uh, not holding back. Um, yeah. I think this is very, very well. Um, any uh, let's wrap this up and let's see any closing thoughts you have for anybody um, that is thinking about possibly getting started. I mean, you're doing it as an attorney in a local market and it's it's just a, it's ticking off for you. So what, are, what else do you want to tell anyone else that's thinking about? And I'm not saying get on video. Of course, video is the best one to use, but you have to start creating content, whatever it is, it, whether it's pictures, whether it's written posts, whether it's written emails, I don't care. You have to create content. It's no longer optional. It is a necessity. And if you're not creating content, you are going to be out of damn business. Well, and I think you're going out of business if you do, do something else. And, and that is, you got to understand that regardless what the market is, there's too many real estate agents, right? There, there are a lot of part-time agents, a lot of, the, I call them church agents. They're the agents who signed up, became an agent. They're going to sell a friend at church a house. They're going to sell a friend down the street a house. And that's it. But we have, I think even in, in South Carolina, we have like 60,000 real estate agents. And so you have to figure out what is going to separate me from everybody else. Mm -hmm. We don't want to be a commodity. I and mean, if your real estate agent becomes a commodity, all you're doing is replacing one with the other. So you have to show value and show that you're different than other people. And if you will go back and look in your multiple listing service, if they have these stats for you, go back 10 years and look at the top 10 agents and tell me where they are today. 
I'll bet you almost all of them are not in the top 10 anymore. It's a new group of people that come in the top 10 because people are not planning ahead and looking and trying to be ahead of the curve. One of my clients told me one time he's a builder, he said, if you're not changing your business and how you're marketing and what you're doing in your technology every two to three years, you're already two to three years behind. And so we have learned that, you know, like, as I mentioned earlier in the show, we came up with these signs that everybody stands by and you take a picture, it says my real estate agent rocks. I came up with that in 2015 or 16. Every lawyer in Columbia has that now. Every lawyer in South Carolina has that. Then I started putting TVs on the wall and then everybody started doing that. And then we started putting MLS pictures on the TV. We did green screens. It's gotten to the point now where at Blair Cato, we actually have our own beer. I mean, we've had uh -huh. to, we start thinking so far out of the box. We have candles that have our own scent. You walk into a casino, you know what it smells like. You walk into Blair Cato, we want you to know what it smells like. With the iPads, we have our own, we have music going during our closings from XM Radio. We have a beer called Closing Time that we do with Columbia Craft. So you've always got to be thinking ahead and what's going to differentiate me from the other people. Using the real estate marketing dude, he's taking a lot of that thinking out of for you because he's helping you come up with these plans. So if you're not working with the real estate marketing dude, I don't know what you're doing. You've got to get with somebody who knows what they're doing. They can help you develop a plan that you can implement and that you can put in place and that you can market and change when you need to change. Because I'm telling you, in 26 years, the last five years has changed, changed more than the previous 21. And I guarantee you the next five years will be so much more changed than we've had in this past five years. We're looking at remote online notary, electronic closings. Everything is going to be changing in the next five years. This, this yeah. what we're talking about today in, in three years will probably be old hat. Well said, and thank you for the plug. Um, but yeah, he's focusing on a, the client experience, you guys, and that's uh, extremely important. How you make people feel is what they remember, but you got to be top of mind for them to experience that first. And that's why you have to create content so you have a brand. Appreciate you guys listening to another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Do podcast. Uh, Gary, why don't you go ahead and tell them a uh, website. They can check out your stuff, tell them where your show's at so they cool. can uh, reach you if they have any questions. Yeah, you can find me at Blair Cato, B-L-A-I-R-C-A-T-O.com. That's on the web. And then if you want to find our podcast, it's called Dish and Dirt without a G, D-I-S-H-I-N apostrophe Dirt. You can find that on any podcast platform. And you can find Blair Cato on the internet, uh, on the Instagram or on Facebook at Blair Cato. Awesome. And thank you folks for listening to another episode of Real Estate Marketing Dude Podcast. If you're looking to build that brand, start creating content, we'd love to speak with you. It's not very difficult. I need one to three hours a month from you. That's it. And we script edit and distribute your video content and make the whole process really, really simple. So uh, you know to visit us. It's realestatemarketingdude.com. Thank you for the reviews. Connect with us on our YouTube channel, Facebook, and now follow us on TikTok and IG. And uh, if you'd like to keep the conversation going, but we'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Don't forget to leave that review. See you guys. Bye. Thank you for watching another episode of the Real Estate Marketing Dude podcast. If you need help with video or finding out what your brand is, visit our website at www.realestatemarketingdude.com. We make branding and video content creation simple and do everything for you. So if you have any additional questions, visit the site, download the training, and then schedule time to speak with a dude and get you rolling in your local marketplace. Thanks for watching another episode of the podcast. We'll see you next time.